You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Interesting. I used to rule the world. <laughs> Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan back home in Phoenix. And look who's joining us from her sick bed. It's Charlotte Wilder. Hello, Amin. <laughs> oh my gosh. You sound sick. You, sound- you look fine, but you sound sick. Thank you so much. Once again, the 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 magic of concealer. Like if you could see the blue under under my eyes right now, it's really a testament. Shout out to NARS. NARS concealer should sponsor me for the amount of free publicity I'm giving them. But no, I mean, I'm thrilled to be back. I've missed you. I've missed Oddball. I've missed the NBA. And I am ready to give some really weird takes today, given how my brain is working. Our COVID riddled brain will... <laughs> Delight you all. All right. So a little bit later, we got the second half of our conversation with Vinny Goodwill. This is where we get into it about Damian Lillard, about saving Detroit, and a lot of other fun topics there. But first, I want I want to start with something we didn't have time to get to yesterday, which was Joel Embiid's meniscus procedure has been completed, and he's expected to return this season. And, you know, when I heard that, I, the first thing I thought was that sounds like a meniscectomy. Uh, the word I can't say, a meniscusectomy. Is when they, they take took out, it out, they, it they sounds like they the took it out. So I run to the Twitter account that I find to be the most informative in times of injury and explaining injuries and time missed and all that. And that's my good friend Jeff Stotts at In Street Clothes. And this is what he tweeted R E M B. As the vagueness on specifics continues, the hope for a late season return suggests Embiid underwent a meniscus. I can't say that word, but you see it on your screen right there. And so, Charlotte, mm-hmm. as Jeff has explained to me before, sometimes it's not a choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is a choice. Do you want the repair with the longer recovery, but the better long-term prognosis? Or do you want the removal with a quicker recovery, but heightened chances of arthritic conditions, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes that's a choice. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's torn in such a way that the only thing they can do 
is remove it. If it were a choice, though, Charlotte, mm -hmm. how would you, famed Boston fan, feel about this for Joel Embiid? I would feel very bad if this were a choice. If he were able to either repair it with a better long-term prognosis, as you said, or if they had to remove it. We saw, you mentioned Boston, we saw what happened to Time Lord, to Robert Williams III, who has not been the same since he had the meniscectomy, since he you had his meniscus removed, since he had his meniscus removed. Uh, and I think with Embiid, first of all, with with Williams, it's like, here's this, he, he, had, he was he had so much potential, right? Like with Embiid, mm -hmm. we know what he's been. We know mm -hmm. what he can be. We know what he was this season before he got hurt. And to me, it's like you're playing with fire if it were a choice and you didn't choose to to choose the long-term option. Now, obviously, we don't know. We don't know anything going on here, which, I mean, I ask you, do you think it's a little weird how vague the Sixers are being uh, or do you think it makes sense? I, I No, I think it's it's completely weird. Because of it's it's not like a a, a mystery injury or ailment. Right. We know what a meniscus tear is. It happens all the time, a and guys get the get the procedure, and some guys come back and are fine, and some guys come back and are not. But all of this subterfuge and kind of cloak and dagger stuff, I don't know who it's supposed to help. I I think sometimes teams think if we keep things close to the vest that will quell speculation. Mm -hmm. And I say it's the opposite. It, when you leave too many blank spaces to what is clearly a public story, the public will fill those blank spaces with whatever they want. And so this can very easily turn from, hey, this was the only procedure that he could get to, oh, they made him get this thing so he could rush back and see what happened. And that all comes from that void that mm -hmm. they choose to keep unoccupied with facts. So I don't know. You know, I just saw an article about how King Charles' cancer diagnosis, the fact that the that Buckingham Palace is not giving enough detail. What is kind of causing, cancer? It's causing, it's like wreaking havoc in Britain. Yeah. So Joel Embiid is, is our king, and um, we need information as well. Yes, King Embiid. What, king what's, Embiid. what's the deal with the knee? But... Sadly, the all-star ro roster selection is a zero-sum game, Charlotte, meaning for every tragedy of Joel Embiid is hurt and he's not going to make it, there is a joy of someone getting that call saying, you know what? You're in, kid. And so Embiid and Julius Randle are both going to miss the all-star game due to injury, mm -hmm. and the league has already announced their injury replacements. Trey Young... Mm -hmm. and Scotty Barnes. Charlotte, as I mentioned a second ago, you are our resident Bostonian. How do you feel about Kristaps Porzingis getting snubbed, not once, but twice now? First of all, I have a Scotty Barnes. Like, what? I like I have so is Adam Silver selects these guys, right? I mean, yes, this is the commissioner's office that makes the do call. they like golf together or something? Because like between Chris Tapps and even Carl Anthony Towns, it's like also you're replacing Embiid. Like, wouldn't you want another big guy? Like, I know Scotty's six it, seven, but front, he's a front court player. Like, all they have like, to do is replace front court with front court. I, but I doesn't. I it's not like who who out there is like man. I like he Scotty Barnes isn't even the biggest name you could put it. I just whoa, hello, uh, <laughs> Coach Darko on line one. Oh, What's sorry, that? Darko. 
Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. I forgot. That's right. Face of the league. So, I mean, How what dare is you going... Charlotte? First of all, sorry, Scotty. I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> Second sorry, of all, Darko. Sorry, Darko. I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry for everything to everybody. Let's just blanket apology here in general. Uh, I mean, what's going on? What Trey Young? I get Trey Young. I get sure. I I'm, I I saw this and I was very confused. Do you, can you explain any of this to me? I think okay. So part of this also remember. So last year, I don't. This is the part where I don't want to jump to conclusions because okay. of what happened last year. Last year oh. there was an injury and James Harden was called by the league to say, hey. Do you want this spot? And he was pouting and decided to pout for so many days that the league just moved on and handed it to someone else. So I don't know. Maybe Chris Asporzinga said, I'd rather have the time off because that's the other thing I think that right. people don't realize or recognize. Another name in that is Jimmy Butler. Maybe Jimmy Butler was offered, and I can absolutely see Jimmy Butler saying thanks, but no thanks. I'd rather have mm -hmm. the time off. Mm -hmm. uh, he once famously took the time off while being an all-star <laughs> in LA where I, I still remember it's like why is he here if he doesn't want to do anything so I think I don't want to jump to conclusions and say these were the first two names on the list or at least Scotty Barnes was the first name on the list for the league because perhaps maybe other guys were offered and they just didn't feel like it particularly knowing that Porzingis has been an all-star before Jimmy Butler mm -hmm. has been an all-star many times before so Maybe, and also, let's throw this out there. Hey, I know you already had your vacation planned to the Bahamas, but <laughs> do you want to come to Indiana and have to work the whole time? Like, I could see how someone who's been there, done that, would say, yeah. I'll take my chances next year. All right, I mean, we've got our all-star reserves, substitutions, selections, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. What is it, Eloquence. reserves? What is it, reserve? Injury replacements. Injury replacements. Yes. I told you all this is going to be a wild ride. Uh, we also got the dunk contest participants. Yes. And there was a last name on here uh, that I was not expecting to have the first name that went with it. Can you, can uh, you do the honors? Can you tell uh, us it, who's in this? It, okay. So uh, it's Mac McClung, who's coming back to defend his title. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got Jacoby Toppin. Jalen Brown, oh. and you got Jaime Jaquez Jr. I'm going to guess you're confused about Jaime's <laughs> presence here. That's Maybe. the Jaquez that we got? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly what I was going to say. No, uh, the Jacob, you know, you see yeah. uh, you, you see the headline. It's like Brown topping, but and I'm like, oh, cool. Obi's going to be in it. But, you know, I feel like the dunk contest to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like they have been having a lot of fun zigging when everyone thinks they're going to zag. Like, you think they've had fun with that? <laughs> <laughs> the COVID has absolutely eaten its way through her cerebral cortex. Sorry, no, they are cursed. They are cursed yeah. with having to zig when everybody zags. And these are the people that they can get. To do this, I was shocked that Jalen Brown is doing this. Absolutely it's shocked. It's the ultimate zig, right? It's the, it's almost like they zig when everyone else zags, but then they zigged again. Like they zigged another time. So, they zigged so, so far back that they actually ended up zagging. Zagging <laughs> back, yeah. Jacob Toppin mm -hmm. is Obi Toppin's brother. I'm hoping there are bloodlines here. I'd be lying to you <laughs> if I've seen this. Uh, I told you I've seen this kid play. And I you know there's an I... illusion Nick fans are going to come in here like, oh, he never watches this play. I'm sorry. 
I don't watch the games where Tibbs has COVID and starts throwing in the scrubs. I'm going, I'm literally going sight unseen on this kid saying his brother can dunk. I, I'm guessing he can too. Not since Gerald Wilkins competing in the dunk contest, brother of Dominique Wilkins. Have mm-hmm. we had one of uh, a contestant appear simply by proxy and by proximity to Incredible. greatness, right? Yeah. To great dunking at least. So then you've got Mac McClung, again, a G League player who is going to get called up, I guess, to be eligible to defend this title. I'm not sure I'm a big fan of the workaround by the league, the loophole. It's like people who believe don't believe in premarital sex going to get, get married in Vegas to have sex <laughs> and then going and get divorced immediately after. Like I, I don't think it should work like that, where God is like, damn it, they got me on that loophole again. And same thing, like, damn it. The league got us on that loophole again, right? And Hami Hakez, which this is one of your favorite players, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He's smart. He, he he can shoot it a little. He could do a little bit of everything on the court. One thing that I have not walked away from watching a lot of Hami Hakez is, mm-hmm. wow, that guy can really dunk. No, I mean, I walk away. No. I walk away from Jaime Hawkins being like, oh, my God, it is so fun to watch a rookie be like a solid, good player who helps out his team, who's really making a difference. I have not walked away being like like when we went to the Celtics heat game, the the person that I walked away being like, oh, man, can he dunk was Luke Kennard. Yeah. (laughs) He dunked like three times. And I was like, oh, okay." That was Grizzlies heat. Your COVID rattle brain happens again. Yes. But yes, that was the game before Celtic Seed. It was on back to back nights, ladies no, and no, gentlemen. No, no, no. That was, sorry, Luke, Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Now nah, you're on your own. Luke Cornett was Celtic Seed, which was the second night. Um, you're, but you're, he dunked. You, but he dunked. He did dunk. He, he did dunk. It feels like the lowest of hanging fruit. For your selection process, right? Like, hey, I'm I'm picking dunkers. Who should I pick? Not putting any names out there, but I'm just saying people who dunk. A guy who's dunked. Guys who can jump. That that's the that's the prereq. That's the prereq. And and so they're going like Hakes. Like, Why? What what's that? And then it's like Toppin. I don't know if he can, but his brother can. So <laughs> And then Mac McClung doesn't play in the league, but that that's just a technicality. <laughs> we'll get around it. And then, you, and then, like you said, they zigged so hard, they came back around and zagged. And then you get Jalen Brown, who's the first all-star in years to compete mm-hmm. in this thing. And thank you, Jalen Brown. First, we should say thank you yes. very much for bringing legitimacy to this thing, which has lacked legitimacy as, as previously described. I'm all for we get to discover mm-hmm. new people through this thing. So, you know, like... Maybe not all having to be all stars, mm-hmm. but it's got to be people that we have a chance of hearing from. Like no offense, Jacob Toppin is not. I'm hold on. I'm gonna be on Basketball Reference right now. You want you want some Jacob Toppin yeah. fun facts, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, give me some. While you do that, can I just say the the one I, I agree with you that the loophole mm-hmm. is a little silly with Mac McClung. I really love watching that kid dunk. So, you know, at least sure. there, there's there's a little return on investment. Like the loophole, you know, you might have gone to Vegas, but it was worth it. Let's put it that way. All right. So first of all, Jacob Toppin has played in three games. Hmm. He's played one more minute than games. He's what? played four minutes in three across three games. Not four minutes per game, four minutes total. He's played 12 games in Westchester. 
for the Westchester Knicks, which oh, is nice. Okay. Averaging yeah. 20 points a game there and shooting 37-5 from three. So he's shown to be a good G League player. and Maybe he should be in the G League dunk contest, which, by the way, is something that exists, right? Probably not. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Mac McClung, we talked about, he's not even in the league. He's He's only going to be in the league in order to be in this dunk contest. And Jaime Hawkes is a name that we are going to hear from, but not for dunking. Listen, not now, not in the future, one, not ever. I'll tell you, if Jaime Hawkes comes out there and it turns out that he puts up the best dunk contest performance we've seen in years, I will be surprised and thrilled. Who's to say? I will go to the next Heat game I'm at. Uh-huh. And I go to a lot of them. I will come up to him and apologize. I'm not saying he has to win the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. But if he comes out with some wild dunks, I will walk up to him. I'll bring Thomas and the camera crew and everybody to come document me apologizing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I wasn't familiar with your resume. (laughs) Clearly, you can do this. If he does. If If he just goes up there and does like some, some, what I like to call some 1988 dunks. Nah, man. Listen, <laughs> I will also say one thing. If there is a drone involved in the dunk contest, I'm going to oh, run out onto the court and swat it down. And that's a promise. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, time for the second half of our conversation with Vinny Goodwill of Yahoo Sports. You can follow him on Twitter, at Vince Goodwill. Listen to his podcast, The Good Word with Goodwill. It's on the NBA Ball Don't Lie podcast network for Yahoo Sports. We're going to get into Damian Lillard, the Milwaukee Bucks, what success is for Doc Rivers, and, of course, I couldn't get away without, you know, a little good-natured ribbing about Detroit. All right, I want to move on here from the Joe D. Uh, conversation to something that happened, I guess, a, a couple of days ago, Damian Lillard came out and and he said that, look, I'm, I've been going through a lot 
and it's not necessarily getting traded or moving to a new city. It's a lot in my family life, a divorce I'm going through and all that. And so I, I guess, you know, if you look back a year ago, he, maybe he wasn't thrilled about where his career was going and where the Portland Trailblazers were happening. But it certainly feels like in the span of a year, his life has turned upside down so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to sound wild. Like, how happy can Damian Lillard be even with within the Bucks organization? Isn't this kind of like, are we, isn't he set up in a way that like, man, there's nothing that's going to heal what he's gone through over the last, you know, eight, nine months or so. I think the big thing for me with a guy like Dame is we, we've said Dame values his comfort. We've mm-hmm. said that from afar. We've always, even the people who know him or know him from a distance has said Dame is comfortable where he is with that organization, with that city. And this is the total opposite of comfort. Yeah. This is everything is up in the air. Home life, parental life with, you know, a man with three kids who now exits the locker room early, you know, after games so he can have more time to talk with his kids because they're three time zones away mm-hmm. and who knows where he is because, you know, NBA, you're, you're here one day, you're going the next. I don't even know if happy should be in the equation. Like, I don't know how happy guys are to begin with. Let's be perfectly honest. Like, I think Adam Silver said a few years ago, guys are more miserable than ever with social media and everything else. And this is a different type of, I'm not sure how happy I'm going to be. I think it's a matter of managing, maybe not necessarily coping, but managing the situation, managing where he is. And he said it, and I was really surprised at it. He said, look, some people say the the game is a sanctuary. And, you know, once I'm playing, I I leave everything behind. He said, no, sometimes Mm. I'm in two places at once. And I thought that was really revealing because most of us think of players as, turning that switch on and off when the lights come on. Yeah, and, and so within that context, you know, what are we totally appreciating the monumental task ahead of Doc Rivers, right? Where you're not only fixing a broken defense and an offense that doesn't isn't quite as unlocked as it needs to be. We talk about those two types of players and the way they interact with one another, but also you're trying to help someone kind of move on with their lives like what i guess my question is what's the metric how do we measure whether doc's doing a good job or not man i don't know because one thing about doc rivers is either you believe he's massively overrated or you believe he's underappreciated and there is very little middle ground in that you think of doc rivers as the guy that you know 3-1-3-1-3-1, lose the series, Doc Rivers. Or you think of Doc Rivers as the guy who can coach contending teams. I don't know if it's neither overrated or underrated or underappreciated. I think it lies somewhere in the middle, but nobody's coming off their post, right? Everybody has their first impressions, opinions about Doc Rivers right now. How he measures success is, A, being able to get that team on one page and, and developing an identity. I've never seen a team... I mean, that's this good. Like, the Bucks are good, right? Mm-hmm. They have one of the best offenses in the league, and you have two superstars that you know are going to show up night after night, and they're going to play, if not play well. 
But aside from that, I don't know what their signature is. And this is a team that won a championship not that long ago. Right. But you don't know what their signature is. And to me, that's what Doc Rivers is going to have to come in there and do. But to do that, guys have to be on on board. Like, you I won't say distractions is, is a word, but guys have to be able to compartmentalize. And I don't know if Doc Rivers seems warm and fuzzy to be able to walk someone through a divorce and a relocation and to get them all on the same page long enough with 50 games into the season. I mean, we're 60%, 62% through the season. Like, I don't know how much change a coach can actually make. April is around the corner. Right. Vinny, I can't let you go without poking a little fun at your hometown of Detroit. You cut your teeth to the Detroit News. You're a lifelong Detroit native and a rooter of all things Detroit except for the Lions. As long as you get it right. As long as you get it right. <laughs> Except for the lines until Barry Sanders comes back. If Barry Sanders comes back, would you would you come back with him? Yeah, if, if Barry comes back and he's 29 years old, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll be back. But I, I want to ask because the Pistons obviously have been through the toughest season of their, of their franchise history. Uh, an NBA record consecutive losses streak. A, a team that many nights is not competitive. And so what's the light at the end of the tunnel? For the Detroit Pistons. So you, I want you to t- turn to the camera right now. And I want you to talk to all your cousins and all your friends that you grew up with in Detroit. Say, Vinny, when the Pistons going to be good again, man? So what's the light at the end of the tunnel? So if you want me to do my President Obama, my presidential voice, <laughs> I mean, let me, let me be clear. Let me be clear. <laughs> to the citizens of Detroit, Piston fans across the country or across the city, Change is coming. Not sure when. (laughs) Not sure who. Change is coming. When you say change, I mean April. As in the end of the season. Like, that's the light at the end of the (laughs) tunnel. I can't can't do it. Put it like this. Detroit has players that you could say will be useful and helpful. But, I mean, this is by far one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. Like, they've had games. And, I mean, you know this from being on every side of it. There comes a point in every game, y'all, where one team has it going, the other team doesn't. It's a 15-point lead, and the team says, you know what, we're going to pack it in. We got to live fight another game. We got game in 36 hours. We just going to not do it. The Pistons never put a game out of reach because their defense is so bad and their turnovers are so egregious. Those are two things that you cannot have in today's NBA because of the pace of play. You cannot have a piss-poor defense and a team that cannot take care of the ball. So even the games that they should win, I mean, they don't win. So I don't know what the light at the end of the tunnel is. I've seen them be competitive against OKC and the Clippers, and they've had close games, but they can't finish them because of these fatal flaws. So I would say the light at the end of the tunnel is the end of the season, and, you know, maybe you get Tobias Harris in free agency. One, two, three, Cancun is basically your, your light at the Bora tunnel. Bora. I heard Bora Bora is pretty nice in April. <laughs> his name's Vinny Goodwill. You can catch him on the Good Word podcast and also all his writing on Yahoo Sports. Thank you for joining us. I hey, appreciate it, man. Did you like my Obama? Uh... <laughs> I, I, well, I asked uh, Sasha, Michelle, Malia, what'd you think? And they said, I don't know. Uh, I think it's Obama uh, needs some work, just like the Pistons. <laughs>
Yours was better than mine. <laughs> I've been doing mine for damn near a decade now, man. You, it's better than your Jason Jackson, but your oh, Jason Jackson is pretty every good. Every man, woman, and child, I say welcome. <laughs> Struce juice. The Struce <laughs> juice is loose. 